In our breakout and best-selling book, Looking for Angels, A Guide to Understanding and Connecting with Angels, Dr. Scott Guerin and I share how you can communicate with angels, understand signs from the universe and these celestial beings, feel at peace knowing you are always connected to source, and much more. Get your copy today at lookingforangelsbook.com, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or your local bookstore. And now you can even get the audio version narrated by me and Scott through Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. Hi, all Nicole here. This podcast is intended to inspire you on your personal spiritual journey to inner peace. I am not a psychologist or a medical doctor and do not offer any professional health or medical advice. This applies to the podcast guests and or co-hosts. If you are suffering from a psychological or medical condition, please seek help from a qualified health professional. You are listening to the meditation series on a psychic story. It was created to help open hearts and minds and guide you along your spiritual and inner journeys, wherever it may lead. Each month, there is a themed focus supported with weekly meditations. It is suggested, not required, that you listen to each week's meditation daily for optimal results. Do not listen while driving a car or operating machinery. And now, on to the meditation. Mysticism. Welcome back to A Psychic Story. I appreciate you being back. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. And we have some really special news, an exciting announcement. I know I teased it a little bit in a prior episode that I had some things coming up, but I wanted to kind of just take a little bit of a backstory and give you guys some background as you have listened to A Psychic Story. If you're an original listener from way back or even just recently, you know that my daily practice is really more prayer and intention-based. I do, on occasion, do some more visual meditations and that sort of thing, but I don't really necessarily set time aside each day to dive into meditation itself. And after Barrett and I had done an episode a while back, if you haven't listened to it, please do go back and listen to his story. It's, It's phenomenal, is really just putting out some content and sharing with you guys the practice of meditation itself, not only the value it brings, but how we can almost do this together as a community and as a group. And so Barrett was kind enough to agree, and we will be putting out regular meditations and content and series for you guys, and we'll share a little bit about what that looks like in a a second. But Barrett, why don't you, if you don't mind, just reintroduce yourself a little bit for those who maybe haven't listened to the prior episode that you were on. Sure. Well, uh, thanks for having me again. We've kind of had this in the works for a little while here. I think when we recorded our initial episode, we kind of talked about this, so I'm Mm -hmm. happy that it's finally happening. Uh, My name is Barrett Self. I'm a multi-certified therapist, author, and meditation teacher based out of the Carolinas. And I help deep thinkers and feelers who are overwhelmed by life learn how to feel at home in the world. And a lot of that is meditation practice and kind of living mindfully in our lives, not just as an isolated thing that we maybe try in the morning and in the evening, but how do we apply that when we walk out the front door? And how can that kind of start to change the way that we relate to the world and change the way that we relate to ourselves and our own thoughts and emotions? Wonderful. And how did you get started in your practice and what you do? How did you get to where you are today? I didn't really have a very remarkable life or remarkable childhood or anything. I think it was it was fairly normal. But 
as I look back on it, I do feel like I started to carry at a very young age this sense that there was just something wrong with me and that I needed to be somebody else in order to make it in the world. I needed to be tougher. I needed to be more masculine. I needed to be smarter. So I needed to put on some kind of front at an early age, whether it was uh, having to go to a speech therapist because I had trouble speaking or getting held back early on, not being in the excellent readers group when I was younger, to all of the things that kind of happened, stuff with my brother and in my childhood, not being strong enough. Um, and that led to me in my early life just really having a very strong social mask that I identified with and that I put on to just try to be okay, just try to be able to relate to people in a way that didn't make me feel inadequate, that didn't make me feel ashamed, and in a way that would hide the fact that I truly felt that way about myself inside. And it kind of came to a head in my early 20s where I realized that no matter what role or mask that I put on, no matter what state that I presented to the world, it didn't really change anything as far as my internal world. It didn't make me happy to be seen as somebody else, even if I was accepted for that, even if people thought I was cool or thought I was smart or thought I was all the things that I had imposter syndrome about. And that kind of led me into meditation because I realized that it was only through really an inner journey not changing something in the world or changing my perception or how people viewed me. It was going to be an inner journey that would unlock a deeper sense of authenticity and connection and really the deepest form of connection to myself, to who I truly am. And meditation was the tool that really did that for me. I got into self-help. I got into a lot of different healing modalities. And those were great. There's nothing wrong with them. They did help. But I think they were more like more like adjusting the leaves on a tree, not really getting to the root of the problem and the root of myself. And meditation did that for me. And when did you make the pivot to teaching how to do this for other people? That probably happened um, in the last 10 years when I started to see how meditation really transformed my sense of self and the way that I show up in the world it seemed like the most natural thing in the world and for me to come up and my own practice of authenticity to show up online and to offer what feels like the most important work in the world to me because it was the work that truly led to peace, that truly led to happiness. So I started sharing about eight years ago and it's it's funny that started Long journey. to be- that It probably feels like yesterday, but when you say eight or 10 years ago, that's a while ago. It is, it is a while ago, and yeah. I've certainly been part of my spiritual practice. <laughs> yeah, well, let's go into a little bit about if people aren't big meditators, right? The types of mm-hmm. meditation that, you know, that exist out there. And then also maybe then talk about the types of meditation you do personally and then also teach or work with others on. Sure. There's a lot of convoluted talk and perception about meditation, I think meditation in some ways is supposed to be the simplest thing in the world. It's just coming back home to presence. It's not really doing anything at all. But if we say don't do anything at all and just be, that doesn't really, you can't really do anything with that. That's too ambiguous. So most meditations start out by getting us to focus on an object, whether that object is something external that we fix the mind on 
or a mantra, uh, a thought object, or the breath. We kind of use these as anchors. Whatever the object of our attention is, is the anchor for the present moment. And through focusing, hopefully more and more single-pointedly on that object, the mind slows down and we become aware of presence. The mind kind of empties. The traffic of the mind gives way, space opens up, and then we can relax into the deeper form of presence outside of the mind. But I've noticed that a lot of that can come across as just a, a subtle form of self-rejection because we're fixing the mind on one particular thing because we've got a problem in our day-to-day life or a, we're feeling some particular way or a bad story or belief. And so we kind of force the mind off of that lane and into another lane. But we're still in the background carrying it with us. And so for me, that form of meditation, sure, it brought a little bit more peace, a little bit more clarity, but it didn't really lead to healing or to a sense of wholeness because I was still carrying that baggage, but almost using meditation as a form of of repression instead of a form of healing. And so that's how typical meditation or people would have you start out is, like you said, have a focus point. And I know from trying meditation myself over the last several years, there's various types. There's more guided visual meditations. Mm -hmm. There's even meditations out there when you're walking or when you're more active, right? So talk a a little bit about those. So I do not believe that there's one particular form of meditation that works for everybody. I think it's a very personal journey. The healing journey should be very personal. We're each individual. We have our own karma, our own conditioning, our own personalities. So we really do need to, in some ways, find the practice that works for us. The intention of wholeness, healing, presence is going to be universal. But what allows us each individually to have that comes about in different ways. So if I'm a very active person, jogging may be a very important form of meditation for me, using my jogging practice as a meditation practice. If I'm more naturally kind of at ease, I'm less of a doer activity-wise, then a more seated form of meditation practice is where I can begin. So there's definitely different forms and different forms that really will help the individual which is why it's really important on this journey for us to be honest with ourselves and to get to know what is really going to work for us and not try to fit these one-size-fits-all advice and just assume that that's going to be the right thing for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was listening back to the first interview we did, the first episode, and you said something that really stuck with me since that time, and I wanted to just kind of share it again Mm -hmm. here because you're getting at it a little bit, but is that... The intention of meditation shouldn't just be like either a seated practice or something you do in the morning or something you do at night, right? It should be about how you're going about your day, how you're approaching things. But also you use the example of if you're trying to lose weight, if you don't really want to lose weight or you're mm-hmm. not really going about it in a prescriptive way, mm-hmm. that that aspect of it isn't going to get you necessarily the goal or the results that you're looking for. And the same things about meditation, right? Mm. For sure. I I mean, what do we really want? You know, what is our why? I think that was a big theme of our Mm -hmm. first podcast episode. Why am I getting into meditation? What do I expect to get out of it? If I don't have an answer to that question, it doesn't really matter what the meditation technique is or how often I set aside time in my schedule. 
because I'm always going to be half-heartedly involved in it. One foot in it, one foot in the meditation, one foot out in whatever my, my worldly life is wanting me to do. So it's very important for us to have a really clear intention and a really powerful why, because it's that intention that kind of keeps us, makes it consistent, which is a big problem with people with meditation, a lack of consistency. A deep why and a clear intention helps us with consistency. It also helps us to go deeper in those moments where the mind is extremely active and where we feel like when we sit down, actually our traumas and our activation and our triggers come to the surface because we've stopped engaging with the world. And now all that stuff in the background is coming up. If I don't have a clear why, then it's easy just to run away to what's comfortable. Yeah. And that's exactly, and I was laughing about that today. Again, when I listened back over to it, I was like, that's exactly why I was having trouble with meditation, or at least what Mm. I perceived the meditation should be, is because I was thinking as a spiritual practitioner or as somebody who is trying to bring more peace and calm into my life, for example, then it's just something I should be doing, right? Mm. Like I use Mm. the spiritual hygiene or energetic hygiene as an example of you would not brush your teeth. So for me, meditation, and maybe that's a myth or a misconception is that meditation to me was the thing that like I should be doing or I have to mm. be doing, but I necessarily wasn't in approaching it with the intent and also the consistency that you mentioned. Yeah, well, part of that, I should be doing this, I should be doing that. That's mm-hmm. that's actually part of just the mind's way of making us fit in and do and align with our old conditioning. So part of that is actually the meditative practice of allowing those thoughts to come up, but not giving them so deep of a sense of identity, a sense of me. Right, exactly. And I think that's what's exciting, or at least is getting me energized about this collaboration and this partnership that we're having together with meditation is starting to talk about not just the challenges or the obstacles people may encounter with it, but the meaning behind why, right? Because as you mentioned, each person's going to go into meditation with either potentially a different goal or a different intention Mm. with it. It's customized for them. And that was when we were talking offline, I was saying, you know, I really wish there was just something that we could create for people. So it's a little bit more of a container and it gets them into the movement and the practice and the flow. So I read somewhere it takes like 60 days or something like that for a habit or something to really be integrated and into your routine so that it feels a part of you. And while 30 days is short of that and shy of that, I still feel that if we have something like for at least a month, you know, a day, every day for a month or something Mm. like that, if we're have that focus area and we're all kind of going towards it collectively, then maybe that will help instill that practice a little bit more easily for us. Right. Certainly. And whenever we team up with other people or we feel a little bit of positive social pressure, it's that's half the work when we're doing it all by ourselves. It feels much more, much more difficult than when we team up with other people and when there's actually a structure there. Yeah. And I've tried, listen, like, I'm not going to say which people, uh, but different spiritual practitioners, not yourself, right? But just where I've tried their meditation challenges or their exercises or on my own too. And again, I struggled with it because of all the reasons. So let's talk about 
how we're approaching this, you and I, and what people can kind of expect and how maybe what we're putting together is a little bit different. And also that we want, and I'm saying this now so I don't forget, is we would love to hear back from you and get feedback or questions and engagement because this is real time that we're creating these. Yes, we're going to be recording or Barrett will be recording these meditations for us. But the intention as well is that if you have questions or things that you're almost like a little coach coaching session, right? And as a community that if we're having things that we want to talk about or raise on this podcast or in on social media, then that gives you a channel and it gives you an outlet to be able to have more of a dialogue aside from just signing up for a challenge, doing it on your own and putting it on a shelf and expecting results. Totally. So for you, what made you, I guess, I I can say for me personally, why I was so excited to start this collaboration, but for you, what are you hoping that, you know, not just yourself, but others will get out of this? Oh, man. (laughs) What's coming up for me is just to open people's hearts. When I first got into this journey, it remained mental for a very long time, feeling, and I recognize this with a lot of the clients that I work, there's a very, a real similarity We think that if we have the right answers or the right technique or the right meditation practice, that automatically that's going to give us a deeper sense of wholeness or a quote-unquote awakening. But really what I found in my journey and with working with clients is that the real healing comes through dropping resistance. We usually carry this deep sense of resistance to our predicament or our life situation. And we think if we resolve our life situation, then I'll be happy. But what we find is that really it's not just the situation that we're resisting, it's the story in our head about our life situation that's more of the problem. So then we think, oh, if I can just allow this story in my head to happen, to play out, then I'll be whole, then I'll be free. And that isn't really necessarily the answer either, because primarily what the resistance is to is to feeling, is Mm -hmm. to kind of the old energy of trauma that's locked in our nervous systems and that's kind of running our lives in the background. And as long as we're trying to fix our life situation or fix the beliefs and the story in our head, even through therapy, but we don't address the core feeling and the resistance to feeling, we never step into a reliable sense of wholeness. So a lot of this meditation practice and a lot of the work that I do in general is more feeling work. How can we begin to allow ourselves, give ourselves deeper permission to feel? How can we start to see ourselves without self-rejection, to see and to allow the feelings that come up to be the feelings that come up? And it's through relating to those feelings without resistance that makes the biggest step forward on our healing journey, on the journey towards awakening, on the journey towards our deepest, most authentic self in the world. So what I would love through these is for people to be able to listen to these meditations and these, this podcast and to open their hearts and to be able to really, really show up in their authenticity, not just when they're happy, but regardless mm-hmm. of what feeling is in their body. Bad feeling, good feeling, high, low, all of it. Yes, 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 yes. And that's huge because I shared, I've been, I took a little bit, not intentionally, but sabbatical of the podcast off because I got ill and I was recovering and all of that. And so I was getting a lot of downloaded information while I was in prayer, while I was just personally trying to heal myself physically. And also throughout over that time, I was still doing sessions here and there when people would reach out to me. And the theme that was coming from universe and spirit and angels was exactly what you're talking about, which is 
emotionally. Um, it used to be intent while intent is very powerful. Like we have an intention to do something, um, go in a certain direction, whatever that is. Now the pivot has been to universally and individually allow ourselves and be in gratitude for every experience, but more importantly, the emotions we're going through and to be honoring of that. And while we're experiencing and expressing it, then we're able to energetically release and let it go. That's when the healing process comes in. So when you and I were talking about it, we were like, okay, what's the first topic, right? What do we want to so accomplish? So thank you for sharing what your goal is to open people's hearts, because I love that. But also, what are we hoping that people will get out of this? And again, not that it's just an exercise to do and put and check off on your to-do list, but really help you throughout that process and what it looks like. And so I love that you shared that. And I think maybe we can kind of start to share what people can experience and expect with future episodes. And so what Barrett and I had talked about was, obviously, you're listening to this episode now. This episode is to give you the announcement and that the, that we've given ourselves the green light to start to have a meditation. It's going to be more of like a snackable mini meditation once a week. But each month, there's going to be a theme. So for this theme coming up, it's no surprise if we're talking about emotions, is emotional letting go, how we can embrace and feel those emotions, whether they're positive or negative. Uh, how do we leverage them and use that as a healing process and a tool for us? And then how do we get deeper into that meaning behind it? So that's going to be kind of like the kicking off, right? And so every week uh, there will be a meditation, but it will be backed by a theme. And that's what you're going to be getting from us. And we're going to do this for as long as, you know, Barrett wants to to do it as, as long as I want to do it, but then also how much you guys enjoy it and like it. And that's why your feedback is going to be important along the way about not just the topics, but you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, what you're experiencing. So I don't know if there's anything else you want to add to that, Barrett, about what we had talked about previously or what you're you're getting right now. Well, I think mostly I just want to say that this feels very meaningless to me if it doesn't actually connect and resonate with people. So the only reason why I'm here at this point is to help and is to serve. I think when I first started doing this, there was a lot of ego involved. And, you know, I'm a person and there's still <laughs> ego here right now. But it's really unfulfilling to me to just share a message or to just talk if I don't feel it's answering people's specific questions or if it's not helping individuals really do the real inner work here. So I would, you know, we welcome all feedback. I would love to hear from more people and more questions. And how can we create content moving forward, not just mm -hmm. in this meditation series, but right. all the meditation series moving forward that serves you the most? Yes, exactly. So how are you envisioning that this rolls out? I mean, I know you have, so, so let's give us a little teaser of what we're going to get after this episode. Yeah, so the next two episodes will be guided meditations. The first guided meditation will be really on getting to that root of the feeling that we're carrying, particularly the feeling over what we feel like is the biggest block in our life right now. And I would say the biggest block to presence to just reliably, easily relaxing into now, being content and happy with what is. What is the biggest block? What is the feeling that comes up over that biggest block? So we're going to be looking at what, how we get there and how we manage and approach that once we're at that route. That'll be the first meditation. The next meditation will be more for more deeply repressed, maybe even traumatic 
feelings that are still locked in our nervous system, what do we do about those? Because there isn't a real guided meditation that we can do for five, 10 minutes, or even an hour that's going to just snap, oh, this trauma never happened to me. (laughs) I'm great. This energy is released and unlocked. So the first meditation will be just becoming more aware of the root of feeling, the root of our resistance to it. How do we relate to it? Second meditation will be looking at more deeply lodged feelings that are subconsciously carried around in the body. And then the fourth one, how are we going to do that one? (laughs) The fourth one, yeah, the fourth one will either be a discussion between the two of us, Nicole, or maybe me by myself. But either way, the intention will be exploring what the barriers are to actually making these practices work for us, whether that's consistency or whether that's intention or what comes up while we're meditating. What are the barriers that really keep these tools that we're going to be exploring in the next two two episodes from working for us? Because again, that's what matters. It's not just that I meditate. It's, is this actually creating a real change in myself and in my life? Yeah, and I'm happy to do that as a discussion point. I think my goal is once you do these meditations as episodes as well, I'm going to be part of the journey, right? My intention Hmm. and goal is to be doing this in my own practice, but I don't want it to be about me. So if you guys have, again, questions as you're going through this or just even comments, they may not even be questions like, I really enjoyed this aspect and or I found this helpful or I did find, uh, you know, come up to a block and they can be personal Hmm. because that's exactly what we want. You can contact Bear. It, you can contact me and then we will use that um, because the I think part of it is when I'm getting downloaded and receiving from spirit is the first 30 days or few weeks is almost like the more difficult piece hmm. because we're trying to implement something in our lives that maybe I don't want to say we're resistant to it but that um, it's just different from what we've been maybe trying to do on a daily basis and so sometimes it can be a little bit harder to kick that off and to get that routine, right? So what we had wanted to do was as you're an emotional, um, like going into your emotions and experiencing that is no joke. It's not necessarily easy for everybody. So being able to kind of write down and or share your experiences and allow somebody like an expert like Barrett to say, here's now how we can overcome them and um, get through it individually and or together is what we really wanted to make sure that this was a tool. So hopefully then after like not just listening to this episode, but those other two meditations, and then having a conversation about what we're all experiencing together, he can help us work through those pieces. Of course, you can always go to him individually because he does offer that. But then moving forward, then again, each month would have like a theme and then those meditations. So hopefully you've started, you're starting to refine your practice a little bit and finding out what works for you, right? Yeah. And I'm glad that you said it because we are kind of diving deep here early on. (laughs) Yeah, we're like, we're not ripping off the Band-Aid, man. We're going into emotions right away. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like we're really going at the root of things that's most important for healing and for transformation right off the bat, which I'm excited about. But there's also some, you know, some preparation and some willingness to really dive in here. Yeah. And let's get into that preparation because that's where I'm being led to go next. So again, the reason why we wanted to announce this more officially and let you guys know it's coming was that, so this will be airing on October 6th. The meditation that Barrett, the first one that he mentioned is going to be available on Thursday, October 13th. So after that, Mm -hmm. every Thursday, you'll be having something. But is the, are there things people can be doing between now and that meditation that they receive first to prepare um, or not? But I thought we could talk about that a little bit. 
Yeah, well, the most important thing will always be how deeply can we enter into presence during these practices. So what's primary is always going to be me in the moment in that meditation. Now, obviously, I'm bringing a lot of mental impressions into that. I'm bringing a lot of activity and things I'm doing and things on my mind and things I want to accomplish into that. But what's primary is really setting aside time during these meditations, particularly the first, or I would definitely encourage multiple listenings to each of these, setting aside time to just be with these and to not have the TV on, you know, not have a million distractions going on. I think that's actually one of the biggest tools that we can use to help ourselves with inner work is reducing distractions in general. So really being present with these practices. And then two, in the meantime, just really getting clear, uh, as clear as we can on what is really holding us back. Because it's easy to blame it on the thing that just happened at work or the long line that we just experienced or what the most recent trigger is. But the most recent trigger usually has its roots in something in the past. And if we really look at the emotional qualities of the trigger and of the things that are coming up that are barriers for us, we see more and more commonalities. So really getting clear on what do I really want to accomplish here and what is really holding me back in my life? What is the problem? And bring that with us into these meditations. Yeah. And I'm going to have to get clearer with myself on that, right? Mm. So, so for example, and I can't speak for everyone that's listening, but for me, my ultimate goal would be that I have more practice with this intentionally. And I feel like as I go into each meditation, it's going to depend, right, about what I'm mm-hmm. trying to accomplish on that day or with that intent. The way we've structured this, again, for this next wave is the emotional aspect of things because we feel like emotions are the heart of it. So you're going to hear more of that. It's not just going to be for two weeks, right? We're going to probably do more on that because that's so important. But I need, I think for me, what I'm hearing is um, everybody kind of writing down at least what a goal is. Like, is your goal to start to get more centered and at peace? Is it to give yourself a few minutes every day that you find that so where you can just kind of let go and clear your mind? Is it a very focused goal specifically and objective within yourself? Um, I don't know if that's making sense to you. It's just making sense to me. And then where you're preparing, I think it's just getting, for me, at least I'd almost, I'm not going to run a marathon, right? I almost have to train Mm. for it a little bit. So Mm -hmm. my whole thing is like, I know this is coming. And so I'm going to start to look at my forward, uh, you know, my calendar in the future and forward looking and say, all right, this is when I think time of day, it would be, it would make sense. And I don't know if there's any tools like physical tools, like if you would recommend, um, you know, people don't have to do this, but like crystals or candles or sleep masks, you know, Mm. um, spray essential oils, like, you don't have to do this, but I feel like for me, at least I'm going to have to kind of use some of those to get myself into that mindset. <laughs> yeah. Whatever tool helps anchor us more deeply into a sense of calmness, relaxation, presence, use those tools. They're they're wonderful. They're beautiful tools. And they're each, again, individual and personal to each of us. So my tools are going to look different from your tools. Your tools are going to look different from someone else's. But whatever naturally helps you relax, brings about a sense of calmness, definitely make use of that. Make the journey easier. So mm-hmm. maybe even become more aware about what are those tools? What are those things that will help? And maybe bring those more to the foreground before the meditation and maybe even in this month of these meditations. 
carry them around, bring them out, put them on your walls, put them in front of your desk. Do you recommend like a journal or that people write stuff down? Again, we're not trying to make these these things. The idea is that it's easy for you to implement and everything, but at the same time, somebody that maybe want to, wants to get a little bit deeper, would a journal be helpful to write down their experiences? Yeah, journaling can be a very powerful practice uh, because it allows us to really see what's really the theme happening in our mind. Usually we get so wrapped up in the sentence that's playing through right now that we don't really track, oh, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm cycling through the same thing, but I'm just saying it in different ways. So mm-hmm. if we actually journal, we see what is really the quality of my mind, what is really the issue I'm wrestling with, and then that helps us to make our goal. Because then we see the goal much more clearly because we see the barrier or the obstacle or the thing that keeps coming up. So journaling is definitely a very powerful practice. I don't want people to feel like they have to. I'm not big into telling people you have to do something. Mm -hmm. But if it feels natural, and maybe if you just want to explore it and see if it works for you, 100%. Yeah. So this week, so now that you're listening to this, you know, on October 13th, there is going to be an episode where it is with Barrett and he's giving you a guided meditation on emotions and starting to let go of that. And we, again, set this up and structured it. So ideally you are listening to it every day until the next meditation comes out. So starting in November, there will be four meditations, one each week. So seven days of each, like he said, you can go back and you can listen to any of them in any order afterwards. Um, It's basically so you can pick and choose, uh, but (laughs) choose your own adventure. But for us, we also wanted to have and provide a structure to some extent loosely so that people can feel like they have a path forward with this. And again, sense of community where you can, you know, share with each other, but also submit questions. Um, How long are these meditations going to be roughly just so we can have an idea? So the first one will be probably around 12 to 15 minutes, just because I don't want us to skimp over anything important. I don't want there to be any confusion over what we're doing. And I want to answer as many questions about that that might come up. So the first one will be 12 to 15 minutes. But then I'd like to release one that's even maybe around 60 seconds after that. Nicole, we might even release them together. But just so that we have the overall approach and then we have a very snackable, digestible 60-second meditation that we can apply anywhere we're at. Love it. Love it. Yeah, because the reason why we wanted to do it this way for everyone is that they can really commit to this and do this every day without it feeling like it's a heavy burden or something, Mm -hmm. right? And also so that you get just into the daily practice. And like he said, so that it's part of how you're living and showing up and not just that. But we do need to kind of provide some structure. So there will be the longer meditation around that time frame that he said, but then we are thinking of the snackable uh, options and also based on feedback too. So we're going to adjust this in the future. Again, that's why your feedback and input is going to be so important, but I, I'm really excited about it. So I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to share about just as we're getting prepared ourselves, you and I, but then also to the listeners or anything else? Oh, man. I Guys, I'm just really excited to do this because I've done so much work with clients in the past six months, really, but over the past couple years where this has been the emphasis, feeling work, really getting in down to the root of these things that are holding us back. And nothing makes me happier than really 
really stepping into a space where people feel for the first times like they don't have to be a victim to their life situation. They don't have to be held back by the past, that they are free. And nothing makes me happier than that. So I'm really excited to release these. I'm really excited to get feedback. And I'm really excited to start this journey. Same, same. And I was just getting the question from my guides and angels, what kind of results, and I know it's going to, again, be different for every single person, but for this in particular, what kind of results are you thinking that people will start to have and experience? Yeah. So what I've started to realize from the feedback from clients that I do kind of guided meditations and therapy with is that one of the biggest breakthroughs is a deep catharsis of locked old emotions. So really for the first time, because we're not trying to fix the story in our head, which is what a lot of therapy does. Uh, there's a quote, I think, by Ram Dass that, where he says that therapy is just rearranging the furniture in a prison cell, not trying to mm. get you out. And in my work with with clients and in my own work, I've seen that what really the big breakthrough is a catharsis, is a releasing of these old locked emotions. And then after that, being able to relate to those emotions differently. So a deeper sense of releasing past energy, which can sound a little too conceptual or theoretical. What does that actually look like? That just looks like, ah. That just looks like a oh exhale like totally. like your brand name exhale. That now. just looks exactly <laughs> like my brand name. That looks like just relaxing into presence, total relaxing of the body, of the mind, of the heart. And then being able to relate even when the body and the mind aren't in those states, being able to relate to bad challenging emotions differently. So more eight we could say more agency, less sense of victimhood in our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you were talking, what I was getting to is like, I think what I would love to experience more personally is less triggering of things. Mm -hmm. Like I try and get through the day, right. Of just getting through the day. I have this, I got to do, I have this, I have to right, do. And totally. I don't realize the level of stress and mm -hmm. also how I get frustrated and just irritated over time, which by the yeah. way, guys, I know you're probably looking at me like, Oh, you're a spiritual person. I'm a human being. It happens to me too. Oh, yeah. But I yeah. but I say that because I was getting from my guides and angels, like for a lot of people listening, I think it's just a presence and a sense of being, like you're saying, where you roll with the punches and it's not like you're just like la la la, but you're you're present, you're aware, you are enabling and being able to see how things affect you. But at the same time, you're not really truly being impacted by it like you would your old self because you've grown and you've pushed through it and you're able to recognize why you may react in certain ways, but coming at it from a sense of peace is what I was getting. So hopefully. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> that's what I was getting. So we'll yeah. see. That's, that's, I think I already have what my goal and my objective is now is so that I'm, I'm present and I can breathe a little bit more easily and truly experience it from that place of, I guess we should say oneness or centeredness probably. Mm. Right. Yeah, I think we could say overall, the theme that I'm picking up for that is no longer fighting against our life situation, fighting against our triggers, but working with the present moment with whatever comes up. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. All right. Well, so I'm going to recap for everyone that so this episode, you heard it here first, is we are launching a meditation series that is designed for you to be able to 
tune into it every day. If it is just 60 seconds in some instances, it could be up to 15, maybe 20 minutes. And there will be a theme each month related to a general area or concept. So this one coming up is about emotions and being able to really work with those, let them go and heal from a deeper place. And we will be getting your input along the way to see, and also just what's given to us by source and universe on as far as like what topics we want to have focused. And we will be doing it as long as it's helpful for you and where we feel like we're helping to make a difference. And it will be on Thursdays. So for the foreseeable future. So you can get that. I know if you're listening, my episodes for Psychic Stories every Wednesday, but these will be on Thursdays. And that way you get some additional content. So I don't know if there's anything else you want to add, Barrett. Again, I'm really, really excited and I appreciate you partnering with me on this and being open to doing it. But anything else you want to share? No, let's rock and roll. Let's get, <laughs> let's make this happen. All right. All right. And uh, so for anyone that is also interested in working with Barrett one-on-one, you can, he has his own website. He also has a book. You can also listen back to the episode where it was the first time we met and had a conversation about mm-hmm. meditation. I will link to that in the show notes, but tell the people where they can reach you for more. Sure. Yeah. My website is exhalenow.co. You can get more information about me. You can fill out an application to work with me, learn about my book, uh, a lot of other stuff on there. And then Instagram is the platform I'm most active on, and that's Exhale Now. Well, thank you. And I hope everyone's as excited about this as we are. Again, please reach out to us on either Instagram and or email. We'll again, share that with each episode that you know easily how to reach us. But just whether whatever it is, whether you want to publicly share or privately about your experiences and what you're going through. And we will in the next few weeks have an episode here where we are addressing your questions and comments. And that is going to be designed again, really to primarily help you move through anything, any challenges, any obstacles you're experiencing in these early days. And yeah, um, we just love to hear more. So thanks again, everybody for listening and more to come. Thank you guys. This meditation was made possible through a collaboration with A Psychic Story, Exhale Now, and Everything Aligns. For more details about meditation or to work with Barrett, go to exhalenow.co forward slash sessions. Be sure to follow Everything Aligns on Instagram at Everything Aligns or visit everythingaligns.com to book a Reiki healing session with Katie. Thank you for listening to A Psychic Story. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and join the conversation on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. All episodes are free on your favorite podcast player or at apsychicstory.com. Have a question? Is there a topic you'd like to hear more about or have a suggestion for a future guest? Send an email to contact at a psychicstory.com or leave a voicemail message at 1-800-880-1881. We'd love to hear from you and you may even be featured on a future episode. If you're interested in booking a session with me, you can do that directly on the website. And if you want to hear even more content hosted by yours truly, check out my other show, Supernatural Matters. Reminder that you are automatically entered to win either a free 20-minute intuitive or energy healing session with me if you leave five stars along with a positive review. Currently, reviews can be left on Apple, Stitcher, Podchaser, or CastBox podcast players. Don't forget to email contact at a psychicstory.com when you do, because it allows me to get in touch with you if your name is pulled in the drawing. Your name stays in until you win.